This episode discusses suicide and suicidal ideation. Some people may find this distressing. If you or someone you know is struggling, please talk to a friend, a family member or somebody you trust. Ask your GP for help or free phone Samaritans on 116123. Free phone from any phone in Ireland. You're never alone. Support is available 24-7, 365 days a year. Don't suffer in silence. Help is on hand. Days do get better. Golight presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Boom! Episode 53 of the Talking Bollocks Podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Terry Flower. It's me, CLE. And this week we're joined by... Ross Turney. Yeah, Ross, yeah, come here. You want to turn into that mic there? You're sitting in the daily mount over there. Fuck come sake. Come here, will you? Oh, fuck sake. sake. You may as well no, be a mother well. <laughs> How's things, Ross? How are you, pal? I'm all good. How are you? All good, yeah. yeah. I mean, flesh is a flower, bro. Are you nervous? He's only a nipper. Ross is the youngest person we've had on the podcast. Did your man sign up mission slip for you to be here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, Just break him in nice and yeah, I left me voice in 20 tails last week, boys. We have no brunch in a bundle. We're the only thing not drinking the other night. And look at the so but hang on was that a real thing boys in fairness I was in a heap yesterday we were out Sunday okay. night Ross yeah celebrating the one year of the party the one year of the party the one yeah. year of the podcast parents are still I'm still out yeah literally but uh, what's happening boys how's things right come out. just we don't have any zinger results yet because coming up to Christmas what in we're the double booking, of yeah. a couple of late podcasts here and there, so we're double booking. Uh, so we can get get in and get out early for Christmas and let everybody go off the hook for Crimbo. We don't want the lads in here on bleeding Christmas Eve doing podcasts because we will. That's a fact, boys. Yeah. Well, well and anyways, before we do, like, so we put a yoke up on uh, the Instagram saying that we're going to give a couple of little shout outs here and there because coming up to Christmas, trying to help out local businesses here, and yeah, and whatever. You know, with lockdowns and restrictions and there. Uh, a lot of companies have lost a lot of footfall, so they're finding it hard, especially this time of year, do you know what I mean? So we're trying to give them a little boost, we'll give them a shout out and we'll give them a bit of a plug. So we'll start off here, yeah? Yeah. So the reason why, this wasn't even suggested, but I said we'll do it because yeah, when we were on the journey of the podcast, my cousin Cheryl Lyons helped us out a good oh. bit. You know, can't thank her enough. Yeah, give us the keys to what the salon and whatever, and we were recording from there and stuff like that. So we said we'd give a little plug coming up to the Christmas show. Listen, check out Troy Trench Studio. It's a triathlon inspired heat, heated fitness studio. Struggling there, wasn't they, Rush? But come here, check it out, boys. Unbelievable, yeah. It's based in the Richmond Road, or is it's a heated chamber running all that carry on to Leo. Right, and I'm going to shout out K Bed Ireland. So it's K A Y Bed Ireland. You are based in Dublin 10, value. Bally for me. Yup, Bally. I've heard but, that one more time on Sunday. The flip. Yeah. But due to the lack of footfall, they had to switch everything online. So get on to K-Bed Ireland if you're looking for beds and the boys will sort you out. Yeah. So Troy Train and K-Bed Ireland. Check them out on Instagram and book in and get whatever you're getting, boys. Yeah. Right. So that's that. Little plug done. Right. We don't have any zinger results, Rush. Yeah. He knows what a zinger is. He knows what Thinks he does. Thinks he does. So we're just going to have to jump in there. Zingers for this week, boys. Yeah, Calm. Yeah. You got problem. one, bro? I have one. It's a bad one. And it's been suggested a lot, though. And I don't. I didn't think it was that much of a big deal. Taking the line light off yourself when you say it was suggested. 
I won't suggest it though. I won't Come here. Uh, so, Christmas trees, boys, yeah? Apparently, this is a big deal. I don't think it is. Do you put coloured lights or white lights on your Christmas tree? My man's life, that's a crazy man. Do you think so? Because we have all the L ones listening to this. So, come here, actually. Show a minute. We got a message there the other day, and I was like, something, something, something. You are calling those L ones and all. We love all the L ones listening to what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so this would be a good one for all the elements. Now they're on the trees and whatever, whatever. There's a few fellas suggested it as well. I didn't think it was that much of a big deal. Yeah, did, you put your, did you put your tree up yet, did you? No. No? no. When are you putting your tree up? Yeah, no. You have about no. eight kids. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. What's the story with this fella? Listen, Michael Phelps in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not have your tree up yet, no? No. No? All right, sorry about that. Anyways. Yeah, it was probably like the other day. Oh. Hmm. Well, I don't have one up. I'll get one up at some stage, will I? You haven't got a nipper, though. That's the thing. You've got no nipper. pressure. I'm on my own and they have you no yeah. What's been hard walking? You're a part time footballer. <laughs> hard <laughs> walking. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. When was the last time you kicked the ball? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Thought so. He's <laughs> still paying subs. Valid <laughs> yeah. point. But well, anyways, yeah. Coloured or white lights? Yeah, I got white lights. I think white lights look better, yeah. I have white lights as well. No, I don't have white lights. I'm just saying they look better. Yeah, but I like if if I see my missus done the trade, like she picked her all out, put her all together. Well, I didn't put her all together. She's gonna roast me for that. I helped her put the lights on and I helped decorate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I came home last week. I came home last week and the tree was up. Yeah, and I just helped her wrap the lights and put a few decorations on it. And then Harper obviously put the star on it and all. Yeah, but. She put white lights on it. She had to put coloured lights on. I wouldn't give a bollocks, you know what I mean? The little nervous giggle at the end of that. Well, she calls me over every single detail on the podcast. You're saying this in your podcast. You're doing this. All right, like, you're off me back, will you? But coloured or white lights. Yeah, I'm that's what I think it's a decent thing. What do you, do you have a preference now? Uh-huh. No? All right, grand. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's well, a pleasure. Yeah, that's a problem. Right, I have a as well. Dad and Clary. Shy bag. She came in earlier on. Oh, actually, we'll tell the story first, right? right. So, Ross. What? Ask the question. Remember, you asked the question about it's actually a big question we've never addressed. Yeah, what was the question you asked? Is it no, Rock? no, Which no, one? you <laughs> fucked up about the middle. You had one job, Ross, and you <laughs> fucked up. The man a single <laughs> job. You asked you six questions, I haven't said down yet. <laughs> no, the uh, you asked so, why am I sitting in the middle chair, not Terrence? Yeah. yeah, so when we signed this deal with these lads, right? So these lads. Uh, the producers of our podcast, the videographers, we've sound editors, we've all the, the details the you need. All that go loud. To run a podcast, right? Yeah. So we sat down, had a big business meeting, and we made the strategic decision that I should sit here based off a game of rock, paper, scissors that me and Terrence had. So that's why, because this question actually gets asked a lot. Why am I sitting here? The very first episode, we went to sit down, and Terrence goes, I want to sit there. I said, well, I'm already sitting here. Let's have a game of rock, paper, scissors. And I lost. I lost the game of rock, paper, scissors. And that's, that's the strategic reason why Calvin is in the centre of this. Yeah. And that's how it works. So, that and Clary. Well, he, he got a year there, yeah? So I think it should be another game. No. Oh, so what, what actually no. happened was... Game yeah. of rock, paper, scissors? What actually happened was we used to sit in like a circle when we were down in the kitchen. But Terence would always sit to my left and the guests would always sit to me right. right. But we'd all sit in a triangle. And yeah. the way I like that is because you're equally... The same distance away from everybody. So Terence was there, the guest was there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, because of the cameras, it's just the way we have it. Mm. And to be honest with you, I don't really like it because when we're getting talking to the guest, I'm talking like this and I have to keep talking back and I don't like sitting with me back to somebody either because it's real, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. So, yeah. so that's that anyways. And then, 
we were going to explain this to Russ earlier and Dad came in and said, oh, they had a game of rock, scissors, paper for that and my anxiety went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. I nearly packed her in and said, that's the end of that with Goal Out. <laughs> yeah. Cause I wouldn't have signed the deal if I knew we called it that. If he had said that to us when we were signing the contract, I'd have ripped her up and walked out with this kip. Mm-hmm. But this kip the neck of me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put a scissors through that paper. <laughs> <laughs> but do you call a rock scissors paper or rock paper scissors? It's got to be rock paper scissors. It's rock paper scissors. Do you know what I mean? And I wouldn't mind his front door's history. Do you know what I mean? Acting yeah, all portion of neck of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, come here. Well, and then you you said something then. Well, he says it. Uh, rock, paper, scissors, go, or rock, paper, scissors. Which is and a good one. Yeah. And So do you go on the scissors or go? Mm. Yeah. What do you do? What, do? what did we do that day? Go it's paper, rock, scissors. paper, scissors, then you go. So rock, paper, scissors, go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. do that as well. What yeah. do you do? Rock, paper, scissors, go. Yeah, yeah. but I know what you're saying that some people go rock, paper, and then go. Yeah, yeah like rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. But then rock, you could put, you go rock, paper, scissors, and you put it on paper. You know yeah. what I mean? So it doesn't make any sense. But what I do is shout out to Wardy for this one. I put my hand behind my back, and I don't do that. I, and I just go one, two, three, and then go. That's Abby. not bad one. Like, do a game of that with no. me right now. Right. Right. How, when do I know when to throw? You, when you say one, two, three, and then it's go. Right, so yeah. I'm four, yeah? Basically, yeah. You call it. One, two, three. Yeah! No, one, two, three, go. Not one, two, three. No, no, no. Take your hand. No, we Right. One, two, three, go. One. He's gone. One, two, three, go. <laughs> it's one, two, three, go. Yeah. Right. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Ah, one, all. One, two, three, go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Yes, yeah, two, one. One, two, three, go. Oh, I'm shitting. One, two, three, go. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> he What's going on? You still want to me? Yeah. If we get this over in. One, two, three, go. Yes! Tiny penis. He pulled the back. He pulled the back. Right. First game of rock, paper, scissors ever lost in my life. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. Come here. Give me a camera there, boys. This your Johnny, yeah? Absolutely grand. Try a cup of coffee, yeah. There. What? <laughs> yeah, you stand wow. there, man. Somebody said that was as good as Bowers in the cup final. Oh wow. my god. You wouldn't say that was Georgie Kelly at the end of the table, you take you. He'd win there and fold you up. Right. So another thing was uh what we done a couple of weeks ago uh, at this stage is we put up a uh, a post about being one year old and tell us about where you listen, how you listen and stuff like that. And a few people have got back to us. So have you got one there? No. No, sound. <laughs> uh, oh bollocks. Take your time. Yeah, so he has eleven kids to go home. Yeah. So shout out to Carl Connaughton, yeah. He says she's a two fucking legends. You have become part of my weekly ritual here in Sydney. I love hearing the Dublin accents. It reminds me of home. And then he went on to say the John McGogan party was a serious episode. I hope it helps thousands of people. Um I have another one there. Where did he say he was from? Yeah, he's from Dublin, living in Sydney. And then someone goes, I'm, I'm too scarlet to send a video, but I'm listening in Wales. I listen to yours religiously. Uh, That's gas. I'm a student nurse who's to qualify in the new year. You are home, away from home. Lads, honestly, love to hear a familiar voice and have uh, things to talk about that only Irish people would find funny. It's like sitting in the pub on a Friday night listening to the two blokes uh, talking bollocks at each other and I fucking love it. Uh, ha, ha, ha. 
But I want to say what she said at the end. <laughs> but that's from Holly O'Connor. Anyways, come out. I've loads of these messages and I didn't really prepare for it. I didn't. Um, originally started to listen in Perth, Australia. Now I'm back home. Love the podcast. I don't know who that's from because the username is all over the place. But yeah, uh, another one here. I listen from Reed Brig in Switzerland. I'm originally from Dublin, South, so I just love hearing the accents and miss the Irish panda. It's not the same in German, Swiss German. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> Geography lesson. Well, yeah. So that's just fuck. a few messages. Yeah. Fair play, yeah. Fair yeah. Well, that's it. We're fucking can listen to all over the world. It's. Dad, can you check that? How many countries you are at now? How many countries were we at? Sixty odd. The last 50, time. was it? Fifty something. I thought. Like fifty nine. Yeah, but it's madness. Yeah, it's people like. That's a bit of crack in there. I thought we'd we'd hit the usual ones. Oh yeah, Australia. Yeah, England where a lot of people that we know would have fucking moved away to. And then when you hear the people in the middle of nowhere listening, you're like, how would you even find that podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just our accent, though. Yeah. Our accent, like, everyone just thinks they're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but think it's... I, I, do you know what I really enjoy? The fact that there's people not from Dublin, but other Irish people that enjoy listening to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, in some parts of the country you go to, and you don't really like the Dublin accent. Mm. But people just like the Irish panda. Yeah, so yeah. That's nice to know, you know what I mean? The Mick Hunlin fella, no, Mick Hunlin listens yeah. every week now, but <laughs> fuck Mick, yeah, sure, I was on. You haven't sure uploaded that game since I came. No, oh, God, yeah, I love the game. Lo- yeah, what? Flat out. Well, like, well, literally. literally gamers now. Yeah. <laughs> Full time gamers, part time podcasters. That's yeah. the way yeah. Yeah, every day you turn into those texts, me and they'll say, Rumor. I, mean, I know what he means with it. Yeah, there's, there's an awful rumour going around. <laughs> What's the rumour that you're going in the war zone now? <laughs> and we just say, you say it to the boys, rumour, and they just write back, true story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cracker, this. Yeah. Come here, have you any suggestions for this week? No, that's it. Because we're just short there. Yeah, well, we're trying to fill in the episodes for Christmas, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what comes with. Yeah. So, Rush, Yo. we're going to jump Yo, Rush. straight into you. This Someone week. called this out to me as well, Harris. You say... Whoever the guest is, we're going to jump straight into you after 15 minutes of doing singers and all. <laughs> what was that? I'm going to jump straight into you. that if it was about 10 seconds in. We do the hours into the thing, right? We'll jump straight into you. So, Ross, Yo. we're going to jump straight into you then, yeah? Tell us a bit about yourself. What's your name? Where did you come from? Name's Ross Turney and come from Shangan and Ballymun. Tell us what was life like growing up in Ballymun, bro? Come here, Ross. You're only about the 20th person we had on this podcast from Ballymun. Mm. We what have else? a thing with Ballymun we do. We had Will R. White in Ballymun, Philly McMahon, Yui, Yui Martin. Um, had someone else, didn't we? Is, oh, was Brian Penny from Ballymun? No, no, we he wasn't. Yeah. Oh, we've had a few. We've <laughs> had a few anyways. You can't remember them all. Yeah. But we'll get there. I know, Philly's moved out of Ballymun. I gave him a bit of stick. And he's dead, Roy. <laughs> yeah, sap. <laughs> Says your man who's moving to Scotland. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, what was life like growing up in Ballymun? Great. Yeah. Uh, if you're living in Ballymun, growing up in Ballymun, you think it's great, but like... It's like the outside looking outside. in, it's... Like, you're afraid to say you're from Ballymun. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, you're going, where are you from? Say, like, Ballymun, you look at you. So, oh, yeah. Don't worry, mate, yeah? Yeah, Settle yeah. Settle down. Yeah. Yeah. Stay Calm down there, big fella, one of them. Yeah, yeah. relax there. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, that, but there is a perception about yeah. Ballymun and other yeah. working class areas and stuff like that. What was it like growing up? What did you do? I just kicked the ball every time I, I was seen. I probably had a ball on my feet. From a young age? From a young age, yeah. I just loved playing football. That's probably my escape. If I wasn't yeah. playing football, I'd probably selling drugs or on drugs. 
So, yeah. But see, the thing about it is when you were growing up, Manny Moon was, yes, because you're our own, you're nipping at 20. Yeah. yeah. So you would have been going through Manny Moon. That's going through rapid change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when were the, when were the towers brought down? Jesus. I was only what about. See, few, the one that my sister lived in with her fella, I think I was nine or ten when they came down. I was nine. From ten to maybe fourteen. They were coming down. Yeah. Like so you probably wouldn't have experienced them the way nah. others wouldn't have, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah. And that's like to me growing up, it was always the Valley One Towers. Yeah. Like remember they used to have the football pitch in the middle of it and they used to call it the San Sierra. Yeah. yeah, like because of the towers yeah. were around it. But you would know a different Valley Mount to someone who's probably about five years older than yeah. you. Now a completely different picture. That's what I'm saying, like when I say I'm from Ballymun, like I never lived in the flats, like when my sister lived in the flats with a fella, but still don't get them smell of the shoots going down. Yeah. yeah. People don't know what shoots, it's basically bins. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I still where I live, yeah. So uh, the flats I live in got knocked down and the house they built now. So the bins are there. I still call them the shoots, yeah. even though they're not shoots. So for people that don't know what shoots are, they were basically oh, well, they it's are, like it's the new shoot. bins, you know the ones the City council ones, we have to pull her out. Yeah. And then you go back in. Yeah, so it was like a tunnel that ran down the middle of the flats, like a lift shaft that ran down the middle of the flats. And because there were so many balconies yeah. in the flats, every balcony would have its own uh, like opening yeah. into the shoe, into the shaft. And you'd put your rubbish into that, your bin bags. And that at the bottom of that was the, the big skip. Yeah. And listen then the, to it go down. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd listen to it go down. Then yeah, you could hear it running down. Lovely. So like, I don't know. There's flats in Ballymun have what, 10 stories in them, yeah. some of them. So someone from the tent could drop that bin and they go all the way down to the bottom in it, uh, into the shoe. So uh, the flats I grew up in only had three balconies in it, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was a handy one. But someone sometimes would tap fucking ashes into it and the thing would go on fire and it'd stink out the whole flats. Yeah. <laughs> and then there used to be an, an old joke, yeah? So someone would say, oh, there was a shoe out in the flats. So someone would think, oh, somebody was in there with a gun. They'd be like, oh, then the corporation came and put it back in, you know. Yeah. So that was an old joke. I only said it to you yesterday, do you remember? Oh, it's I the worst joke, really. I, I love it. It's old school. Shoot out in the flats. Oh, but put it back in. <laughs> but yeah, that's what shoot are, anyways. Come on, what age did you start playing football at? Well, since I can remember. I played for Wefta, so I went to watch some of my sisters with a fella called Noel, yeah. And he had a son before he got with my sister. But now they have three kids. Yeah. But so I'd call Aaron, my brother, but he's my best friend. He committed suicide. Talk about that later on. But so I went with my sister and Noel to watch Aaron's game. And then I just was there to watch. The manager goes, the manager goes, Do you want a game? It's like, yeah. I was shit myself. So I played and then Aaron was two Aaron played two years older than me. So I signed for Wefta then a year younger than him, which was a year older than me. So I played a year above myself till I was maybe nine, ten. And then I went to sign for Kevin's. Then went from Kevin's right up, took a year out at Belvo to go to Belvo at 14s. Then went back to Kevin's. Then signed for Bowes, 17s League Warren, 19s League Warren, then first team. And now here we are. Yeah. The successful fella? Come out. What was it like? So, what are any of your mates into football, like growing up, or are you one of them young blitz that, like, you're like, you know what, you was walk away, lads, I'm going to concentrate on football? Just me and Arden. So, like, it was just us two, and then we'd have a few mates that were more into garlic. But, like, it was just me and Arden. Every time 
me and Aaron were together, we had a football, like people just think we were in a relationship, we were each other that much. <laughs> like, no, <clears throat> we just loved playing football, it was our escape. Like we see most of our mates now are probably doing drugs and that. And I'm just like, I'm happy I took this route. Like, do you know what I mean? so, Yeah, well, so we're yeah. reaping the benefits of it now, aren't you? Well, yeah, without you ripping into me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, come here. The Ross fella came in and off the bat, he was handing out stick to me and turning it. Oh, <laughs> he rattled. <laughs> he rattled. He's dead right because any other guests that come on here, they come on, they're real nice and they're polite and all, and we just start lacing them with stick. <laughs> no, no one can give it to you, is that like? Yeah. That's what I mean. I'll well, give and get nice. back. You come in, I was like, do you want a cup of coffee? And you just start laying it with stick. <laughs> it's a valid point. Like, I'm a right. I mean, just looked at me and said, the show is you and I was just no, saying, really? big, but yours is bigger. That's, no, I said, that? I said, we're the image of each other. Well, we are, yeah. I said, well, don't, be, yeah, don't ever put No, he said, we're the image of each other. No, I, didn't, I, guess, no, 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 I didn't. Probably you, just that now. No, I didn't. You said you're the image of each other. You were trying to give yourself a bit of a compliment there. Don't ever put turn and sound like that saying it looks <laughs> like you. We go, host. That's we go, Coming in here like that. Coming in here like that. But, right. You mentioned your friend there and you yeah. said we'll get into it a little bit later. What happened there? So last year, like me and Arden grew up since we were in, like, so his, like I said, his dad be with my sister since he, his ma passed away, but his ma got murdered, but I don't know how to say that. Soon, and he was two, so we didn't really get to know his ma. And then, so we grew up together, best mates forever. And then we, last year, 20, 6th of March was the last I was seeing him alive. So then on uh, last March, he took his own life. So I was with him the day before, didn't see anything wrong. And then got a phone call the next day, say Arden was dead. I was like, what? I was actually having a fight with my missus this time. So I, it was her that told me. So I shit myself. I was like, don't start taking the piss out of me here. I was like, it's nothing to mess with. I was like, no, I'm serious. So I jumped out, was in boxer shorts, had to put a pair of shorts on. T-shirt on, ran out, doing 40 down down the road, around the corner. And I just got there. I remember just pulling my handbrake in the middle of the road, jumping out. And I actually ran into the house and I actually ran past his body. I just ran into his dad and goes, no, where is he? And he was like, he's out there behind the door. So I ran into the kitchen. I was like, he's not in there. I started screaming, where is he? And he's like, he's out there in the landing at the stairs behind the door. So I ran out and just looked at him. And I just broke down like, there's that scream. So me and Arden just grew up together. And yeah, it's just it was just emotional, like, because if I wasn't playing football, I was with him. And then I went through a dark place because of that. But I had football to go back on, so I had the season to finish out then. So I had the season finish out. Then last year in December, I was just going into a dark place because I had no football. And I was like, nothing to do now. Like, I had a little son. He was sick as well. Thankfully, he's all right now. So it's just me, my missus, and my son. But I was afraid, like, I couldn't open up to them because I was supposed to be the father of the house. Like, the man of the house, yeah. So I was like, oh. So I thought I was letting them down. Then everything just got on top of me and got on top of me. And then, yeah, I ended up in Vincent's for three days. And thankfully, Bowes and Keith were just amazing with me. Had a great family back. And, and obviously, they, as soon as they found out, they were like, why didn't you just come to me? I was like, I didn't want to let you down. Like, like, there is help there, and once I found those, just like that, then. So, mm. Yeah, how old was your mate? Uh, he was twenty when he took his own life. He's twenty-two now. Fucking hell! So like that's why we were, the whole year we were just planning and just talking about his twenty-fourth birthday. He was the twelfth of October would have been his twenty-fourth, and it was just like why, like 
never find the answers why, but I saw I blame myself and sometimes I still do, but I'm I know how to deal with bad days and yeah. It's shocking. Um, yeah. It's just motivation basically, yeah. And you said you ended up in Vincent's as well. Yeah. What's Vincent's? Explain that. That's like it's like a mental home it's for because I went off my head, I was a psychiatric. Psychiatric, yeah. Yeah. So I went off my head and then I ended up there for three days and can't thank them enough for the help they gave me. But like I was just when I came back around out my episode, I was looking at people and I was like, geez, what am I doing here? It's like this is my career over. Like where do I go from here? I was like, I can't come from here and then want to fulfill my dreams. But thankfully, Keith, it's just like stop worrying about that and then got everything back on track and finally started playing again. Because <coughs> last year it impeded me game time. So like I didn't play. I didn't play more than what I wanted to. I played like, came out, I was on the bench all the time, came on a couple of games. But I was like, I was like, where do we go from here? I was like, that's me, I'm done. And then Keith just gave me motivation. And like, and then I went to counseling, shout out to Mary Larkin. And uh, she just opened me up and she was just like, what would Arden want you to do? And then once I thought of that, I was like, because I promised him, like I made him a promise in the, in the coffin the last time I seen him, I was like, I'll make it for you. Because he, he played football, he's probably more skillful than me. And then he finished that maybe... 14 or 15, once he started to find out about, about his ma, he sort of stopped playing football then, wasn't interested in that, but he would never let me go out in the drink room. He'd never let me go out and do things that he was doing. He'd always, it's like, no, like, you're going to do it, I'll make sure you do it. So I just thought I owed, I owed everything to him. So yeah, thankfully I got me moving. and hopefully I'll get a couple more. I don't even know where to go from here because it's, uh what you talked about there the day you got that phone call and your, your missus texts it so last year I lost my auntie in similar circumstances right she was missing for a couple of days and uh, there was all sorts of stories like I oh, know like someone saying oh she's there or mm. oh, I, I think she's in that house you know and there's all this shit like and I remember I woke up, I was in my missus' calf, and uh, my ma rang me. And it was like eight in the morning, and my ma was in work. Like, my ma started to work early. And I just knew, I looked at the phone, and I was like, this isn't right. Mm. And she rang me, and I answered, and she's like, um, she's at the main found. And I was like, no way. And I remember hanging up the phone, and I was sitting there for a second, and I was like, what's actually happening there? Right. And... I, my missus was like, Mom, we have to go. Like, and uh, we went down to Offla. And I thought like we were going to get there and the family was going to be there. It's not the usual one. So one day you drop down to the house and everyone had to pay our condolences, whatever. But my auntie was still in the flat. So like we were one of the first people to get there. And I remember thinking to myself, like, like what do you do here? Do you know what I mean? And uh, I remember sitting on the stairs in the flat. And I wouldn't let anyone walk up. And everyone was like, I have to go up and say, I was like, you don't, like, you know what's had to happen, you know, like that. And then I just remember the police coming to the door. And I remember the two coppers coming in, and one, one of them was really young. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, Jesus Christ, like, I think I have a bad hair, I'm not losing a loved one, but, like, you're supposed to be the responsible one here, like, you're going to have to deal with this. You know, like that, like, 
what's the matter one? Yeah. You're just going home, like you don't know. Yeah, it's you just going home, like even time was, stands still. Yeah, I was staring at his body. I was like, he's long gone. Mm-hmm. And then the ambulance came about an hour or two later. Yeah, and they came in. It's like, of course, like he's there a couple of hours. Yeah, and I'm like, so I tell me, there's nothing you can do. Can you not just bring him back? And I, now inside, I'm like, he's there. Like there's no chance to come back. He's like, I was like, can you please not do something? Archie, I can't. It's just like, it's like that's that's been like done. Then I remember just being numb, and I was just like, for a few days, just went by. And I was like, geez, he's weak already. Like even now, like he's, he's gone ages, and I'm just like, fuck, feels like yesterday. I was still with him. Yeah, like, and that's it. Like I remember. So the last time I saw me, Auntie, she was in my house, and I still remember the last thing she said to me. And then that night, she went and did it. He, the last thing, because there was actually a chase going on in Ballymun that night. So I, I was with him. He's had a few drinks. Then I seen him outside the curry shop with a board. So I was like, oh, I'm not going yeah. to say on here. So he was sitting there on my phone outside the curry shop. And I could see Blue just coming towards me in his blue jacket. I was like, oh. I thought it was a cop. I was like, oh, fuck. I looked and he's bobbling over a happy head in him. And I goes, where are you going? He goes, just dropping this board home. And I just looked and I goes, ah. Oh. So I go, I won't leave you. Yeah. He's like, uh, nah, bro. He goes, like, uh, just give me a text in the morning. It's like, yeah. I goes, make sure you got home safe. He goes, I'm just dropping over the bus stop and then I'm going to the firehouse. That's what I was saying earlier on. I haven't <laughs> had a firehouse since then. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, he's like, yeah, no, bro. Then I got home, had me curry, was in bed. He sent me a video to the chase. I was like, you just got home, will you? I was like, don't start following everyone. I was like, uh, I was like, just go home. I goes, text me when you're in. I was like, he knew he wouldn't text me. I thought he wouldn't text me because he'd never text me when he was in. Yeah. He just texted me and goes, I'm in now, bro. I was like, God. Oh. I was like, I was like, oh, sound. I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, I'm going to go to bed now. I was like, right. He goes, uh, he goes, Ross. I goes, what? He goes, I love you, bro. I was like, oh, he's full of drinks. Like, yeah. He goes, I love you too. So then I went to sleep. And I just wish, like, I wish I had to just rang him. Maybe he wouldn't do that, but that's when you start getting into the bad place and you start looking for answers and they're just not there. But yeah. It's tough, but like that was probably my motivation for how I done so well this year. Because at the at the start of the year, I was asking Keith, could I go out alone? And Keith just like, uh, no. So it's like, all right. I was like, I'm ready to fight. And then we signed a lad called Bastian Hurry a few weeks later. And Keith was just ringing up to me. And it's just like, uh, he was like, look, I know you're asking about going alone a few weeks ago. And I was like, no, yeah, you said no. I was like, I'm ready to fight. And he was like, uh, He's like, all right, he goes, uh, he goes, I know if I have the Rossi. He goes, I know you had a bad year. He goes, but I know if I have the real Rossi. He's like, he's like, you're going to play. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm back. I have the fire back in my belly. I'm ready to fight. So then, unfortunately, it didn't go well for for Basti, but thankfully for me, it went well for me. And I uh, started my first game against Finn Harps, and I think me and George just struck a good relationship and yeah, went from there. Little and large. Little and large, like yeah. Crouchy in the fall. <laughs> Georgie Kelly, <laughs> he, he sponsors this podcast. <laughs> many, many fucking shout outs that fella to get on this podcast. I've got his hiccup on my ceiling in the bedroom. Georgie is the... Man, Georgie talk about Terence? Tell the truth. Has he ever mentioned Terence before? He probably doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, he does. We Look how good all the fans know there. If Bebo was still around, Georgie Kelly be like, the other George, half. <laughs> yeah, Georgie. George's most forgetful person ever. Like the other day for the week of the cup final, we went for food with the team. <laughs> Ali Q gets a text message off the landlord. Ali's the worst warrior you'll ever see. He's like, oh, 
I was like, what's wrong with you? He goes, just started getting a text off the landlord. And he goes, what? He goes, a neighbor walked by and sent a picture. I goes, look at the picture. Front door swinging wide open. <laughs> George Kelly left the door open. <laughs> and everyone, so it's Steve Allen, Ali Q, Limo, and George in the house. Georgie, I mean, Limo, uh, Steve, and Ali just goes, Georgie, that's you. And George's sitting there, what? No, it wasn't me. He's like, you're the last in the house. And everyone just knew that just sounds like Georgie. And George's <laughs> like, oh, I can't remember. He's like, it wasn't me, though. He's like, you just said you can't remember. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's so many times he forget, forgets his boots, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't forget how to score, didn't he, no? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Uh, how many goals did George get this season? 26 and all, I think. Not a bad L return, isn't it? No? Can't complain with that. The go. The go. My, my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, come here. When did you when did you break into Bow's first team, did you? Uh, I broke in in 2019, I think. The uh, Near the end of the season, 2019. So, yeah. And then, had I think I played eight or nine games. We got Europe then. That was the first year we got Europe in a while. Got Europe and then last year, just hoping it'd be my breakthrough season play every game because I only broke through because obviously I was doing well in 19s but Booker was injured Levo was injured so that's how I got my chance got but, your chance yeah and then last year I hoping was going to be my year but unfortunately things didn't go my way off the field and then didn't go my way on the field but this year like broke through done well yeah <laughs> and now you had to sign and obviously sign so tell us there. about this right I know you can't come into too much detail about it because but what's it like when you get this kind of transfer, they call. What way does this work? It all just came as quite quickly because, like, I was obviously it's everybody's dream to go away. But like, I played a team with Kevin's that we uh, nearly everyone went away. I think it was only three of us, but the end that didn't. Dawson was one of the lads. Dawson the boy that's with balls now. He went to Watford and came back after like three and a half weeks. And then me and him played this year. Dawson wasn't playing at the start of the season. Like, he couldn't get in. And then he ended up at the end of the season, he got player of the month, young player of the year at Bowes, and then young player of the year at, in the lake, and rightly deserved. Mm. And then, uh, so like he came back. So now I think it's only me, him, me and him that are playing. Obviously, Cameron Ledwich got promoted with Shells this year. Like, other than that, there's only one lad that's still in England, Casson. He's struggling with injury. So it's different now like Brexit has helped because I don't, you can't yeah, go away until you're 18 yeah. yeah so like we have like the likes of Jamie Mullins and Sean Gretton in our in our uh, on a blade of water in the gaff yeah in, in, our, water. <laughs> Sorry about that. in our uh, in Bows like and they would have went away if it wasn't for Brexit like Jamie's a joke and then like the likes of like you have Johnny Kenny regular start for Sligo you have Dara Bones you have Collie Wheel now Liam Carrigan like and even the 21s like there was a lot of lads that are coming from the League of Ireland, so like, there's a lot of calling League of Ireland. Obviously, you had Jack Bone on here as well, so like, like the players he's played. We had Tariq Wilson at City as well, so like, the lads go over, and it's hard because they come back, and most of them think they failed. Yeah. So then, they don't. They think they have to start again, so they don't want to go back over. So like, thankfully, in my in my way, like I didn't get the chance to go over, so I'm excited. Like. Like now going on. It's over, a completely so. new venture for you. Well, you've had you had trials growing up, did you? Yeah, but like <sighs> they weren't that big teams. It was probably just Shrewsbury and I went with Fleetwood and Stevenish, but like probably Shrewsbury was the only one that probably interested me, but unfortunately I tore my MCL the day before I was supposed to go over. 
in a tragic incident with uh, I don't know if you heard Izzy Dezio. We did, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. There was a tackle with him in that game. Tell us about that because that was, I know, like it's a one in a million yeah. kind of thing, but like you were on the other side of that, Ross. So well, I was playing for Kevin's against Shells. It was actually my last game for Kevin's. And it was whoever won would have won the league. So then it was playing the AOL and I think it was a Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. And I was going to uh, Shrewsbury on the Wednesday. So it would have been Tuesday, yeah. I was going to Shrewsbury on the Wednesday for my second trial. And the first trial I went over, we played in the tournament and I was top scorer. And they were like, you come back over and basically if you play a couple of games and do well, we'll sign you. So it was like grand. So I played on Tuesday against uh, Shells. Then I still remember the tackle lick. So Izzy was running with the ball and then he got fouled while he was running. So everybody stopped. The referee was whistled, everybody stopped, but he was still running. And the ball just blow, broke between me and him. And obviously, I just left my foot out to stop the ball. But he was still going, and he just lifted me 50 50. And I just thought we just clashed knees. So my knee was in bits. So then he, it was his free. So he took the free. And then my manager said to swap with Dawson's because Dawson was playing higher up. So Dawson came back, and I went higher up. Took the free. I tried to run her off. Took the free. Ball went out of play for our throw in. Went to take throw and referee just blew his whistle. And I turned around, Izzy was just lying on the floor there. I was like, what's going on here? And then everyone started rushing on. So we had to get taken off the pitch. And obviously the medics and everyone was with him. So I couldn't get looked at. So I flew out. Obviously we got the call that night that Izzy passed away. How did he pass away? I think it was a sudden adult. Sudden adult death syndrome, yeah. Just happens, it's like one in a million kind of thing. yeah. That's, That's so what I'm saying. And then I went to Shrewsbury then the next day, flew over. And uh, they were playing a game when, as soon as I flew over. So we had to go to George's Park. That's where they're playing. Uh, they That's played, where England played, isn't it? Yeah. The, the training so they were playing a game. Facility, yeah. They were playing a game in the Dome against some skills team or something like that. So I went with them. Obviously couldn't play. I got checked out by the head man. And he basically says, it looks like you're out there doing some ligament damage. I was like, I think it just clashed knees. So he said, go home, get an MRI and give us the results back and we go from there. So I went home, got the MRI, got told I tore my MCL. So that was the end of that. But like, I was just like, oh. so I was so down, like, that's me move, gone, my ma just made a valid point and she just, just goes, uh, she's like, you have a bad injury. She's like, fair enough. I was like, but his, he goes, but Izzy's ma didn't get, didn't get her son back. I was like, oh, I think like that. It's like he went out to do the same thing you do, love playing football. Unfortunately, he didn't come home. And I was like, when you say it like that, like taking perspective, like mm. I got out lucky, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that. So yeah, the twelfth of December always hits me, and then that obviously got on top of me then because of I was in a bad place. Everything just goes through my mind. Start blaming myself for that. What if I didn't go in for that tackle? Yeah. So like. But what happened to him was not to deal with a tackle. No, like, that's what I'm saying. But once you're in that dark place, like saying blame yourself, it's the guilt. negative thoughts, just the guilt, and negative yeah. thoughts. And yeah, it's not a nice place to be. Like. It sounds like it's PTSD, really. Oh, like, you know, bad, bad. Everything yeah. just boiling up on you. And then, like obviously, you, you had that tragic incident. You're gonna have if you didn't have like we'll all have bad, bad things. Like, but times do get better. Like yeah. That's why I just wish that I call myself a survivor. I just wish that Aaron got the chance to see what a good time would be like again. And 
maybe he wouldn't have done it, but you never know. Yeah, like and that's a thing. It's hard to tell people that yeah. like the sun is gonna rise tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the, the days they will get better. You just have to give it time and you have to walk on that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like all they do is just look at the people that have been through, like the likes of Tyson Fury. Like you had everything, world champion award, and then just takes goes into depression. Like there's nothing that he couldn't want. And that's the same. Me, I was in the place. It was like just people out there. Like begging for a chance while I have and like and I'm in this place and then start blaming yourself again for that and you just go around but like Philly said to me like after we lost the final I was like I'm good and he's like listen buddy he goes at the end of the day it's sport and I just goes to him I goes yeah it's easy for you to say I have all Ireland or something he's like listen at the end of the day he goes it's sport he says it's obviously good now he says it'd be hard he says it'd be hard for a couple of days he's like someone now in the hospital on their deathbed wishing for time and he's like, just enjoy yourself. Once you start thinking like the big picture, and it's like, yeah, we lost the cup final. Yeah, I'm good for the fans. Good for Bucko and Keith and that for giving me a chance. And just thought I wanted to repay him back. But like, there's people in the hospital right now begging God for time. And we're just getting to sit here and talk about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. well, that's why you mentioned the looks of Tyson Fury. And yeah. that's why it's great to see these big names, like world heavyweight champion boxer coming out and talking about yeah. it on podcasts and things like that. You know what I mean? That's why it's great to see that because yeah. anybody in a bad frame of mind can look and go, anybody can fall into a rut, but anybody yeah. can get out of a rut as yeah, well. You know what I'm saying? Like people just think, oh, he's from Ballymun, things aren't going well for me. He just wants to get limelight. I'm like, no, like I'm here to help people. Like I shoved me in this place. It's like people think that I shoved me in this place. I even have talks now with my mates and they're saying like, uh, I wish I had your life. I was like, I'd love to see you have my life for a week. I'd like, two kids at home. Obviously, my fault for having two kids. Like, can't pay <laughs> for that. I was like, for like, I don't get to spend times with them. Like, even now, like, this is probably my last Christmas at home for a while. I was like, obviously, with Motherwell, like, they try and so over. people only see, like, the outside. Yeah, they, they don't, don't see the walk going, going the in. Like, like, as you said, part-time, but like, we train just as I much was as only slack like, anyway. Oh, no, you know, bro, no. You know that. But that's what I'm saying. Like people, yeah. people just think guys a footballer is getting paid for that. Where I have to go up at six o'clock in the morning and go walk on the site. And you're not getting bleeding hundreds of thousands. No. So that's the thing. Come hey, here, you do love what you do. Oh, I love it. I wouldn't change for and a while. That's that, but that's something that that's some, coming from somebody who obviously doesn't love what yeah. they do. And they're like, oh, I hate this show job. You get to go and play yeah. football all day. We'll go and find something. That's what I said. I said to me, was like, what did you have when I was born? What did I have when I was born that you didn't? Mm. I was like, you had just as much chance. I was like, I just didn't want to go out night, nights out. I didn't want to do any of that shit. But it's easy to get caught up in that yeah. also. Oh, 100%. I mean? Like, but I got caught up in having two kids in that. But, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but that was extra motivation for me, That even that. like, uh, But yeah, like I was just saying, like, one of my mates, Jack, I was like, you were playing with me when, at the same age at Kevin's. I was like, you played my team. I was like, so if any of our mates had a chance to say it was you, so you like, use the motivation yeah. of your surroundings yeah. really yeah. to sort of go, is this the life that I want? Mm. Or the football? Did you know that from a young age? I did, because I had my me, uh, me two brothers that are Dean and Alan, like they were good footballers as well. Yeah. But like, so when I was growing up, they be still, even now, still hired me. Like I went out with, with the lads on, uh, I think it was Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, because you was around Sunday, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't fucking come. <laughs> we was hanging. <laughs> no it's Saturday so we went out with the lads on Saturday but they're like where are you going what are you doing who are you going with I'm like I'm 20 years of age like leave me alone like I had that because they know 
what it's like. What it's yeah. like, what not to do. So when I was growing up, they they always knew what what to keep me away from and yeah. what, how to keep me grounded because they had a great chance and obviously they wanted to drink and other stuff. But how old are they? Uh, Alan's, geez, Alan could be 44 maybe. Yeah. 42, 44, yeah. Good age gap there. Yeah. He's the oldest and then. So the age gap, like my mom's 43, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that explains it then, does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, so the age gap from me to Dean, Dean's what, 32, 33, so nearly like 20 years. Because sometimes. No. 10, 14 years, something like that, yeah. So I'm 20 now, he's 34, so 14, yeah. Regardless of the age gap, sometimes it's easier to listen to a brother yeah. or a sister because sometimes you think, oh, my parents are telling me. Yeah. You think you know it all. And yeah. you're like, oh, no, my master still gives the instinct. Yeah, you think that they're just saying it. Yeah. You don't believe that they lived that life yeah. because nah. it's so long ago. Like my ma- my master gives the instinct and saying, you promised me this, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had to go to the flats and drag you back in. It's like, and you, and it's like you promised me. It's like, I oh, know I made bad this, Bad decision, made bad choice. And he's like, Yeah, you can't take them back now. He's like, I oh, know. So I like, mm. he's like, I'll let Ross do it from me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, no, that was, that's why I'd probably done so well because I had Alan and Dean tell me not, tell me what not to do. So yeah, they yeah. made the mistake, so yeah. you didn't have to. So it was, yeah, it was good. So I get them a bit of stick though. I'm still the most successful person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because of me, that was like, yeah, yeah. It's great though. That especially because you're young now, yeah. but even as young as coming up through the ranks mm. as a teenager and things, you're sort of looking around you and going, Do I yeah. want to bleed and get down this road here? Mm. Because you have the advice from the older lads. Like, even and, now, younger lads growing up, they're seeing lads with goose jackets and that and stand at the side of a corner, like, I want to be like him. It's like, What would you want to have? Like, most of them have that money and can't do anything with it. Like, every, everything they buy, they get taken off them. And most of them act like they have more yeah, money than yeah. they have as well. Don't yeah. forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, every you, you look at the lads in the corner and everybody sort of like, they must be worth, none yeah. of them's worth it. Come here, it's Ricky Lakes. It's coming in one hand and it's going back out the other hand. They are all yeah. wearing the Ricky Lakes. Well, yeah. Not all of them, but yeah. you know what I mean? It's, and the ones that don't make a big time, what can they do? You, no, you can't, can't go out and buy a gaffer. You're on the scratch. Always looking over your shoulder. How do you yeah. afford a gaff? You can't go out and buy you a new car. You can't enjoy the money. The money's yeah. more of a burden than that. You, you can't bring it with you, mate. Yeah, and, you, and you're limited to the places you can actually travel there mm. as well, you know, like that. And if you can get in and get out, so be it. Yeah. But nobody does. No, once you're in, like, even when you're out, like, you're still in it. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But it's even with that. Everybody gets greedy with it. It's yeah. like fucking betting, boys. You mm. say, you'll go in, I'll do a bet on a horse and you win 100 euro and you go, Fuck it. Use that as well. What's the yeah. point in leaving? I have a hundred euro. And then 50 on a horse and 50 on a dog. And if that way, I couldn't care. But I went into a bookies and I got up to 10 grand in my head. I'm on a winning streak. Yeah. I'm going to get to a million. You walk out with money. You walk out, not a euro on the bike stick. And you, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, that, but that's the way it is even in that game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You think I'll get... Like sometimes people go in and they think they're making a few bob heard and then they're like, right, this is going well. I'm going to make X amount of money and then I'm going to bounce. Yeah. And then you're caught up and then, do you know what I mean? But again, like you said. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, growing up, probably better for me growing up in Ballymore and seeing all that. Like, do you know what I mean? See, like, that's, like that's what people ask me, like, would you, would you change where you come nah, up for anything? Not change the world. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't, don't want to sound like a blown around trumpet jam, but we're street smart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We know what's going on around us. And you can't buy that and you nah. can't teach that in a school. Mm. You can only gather that from being around certain places, certain areas, seeing things growing up and gathering it all in. That's what I'm saying. Like, in. people coming in, like, I feel safe from Ballymun than anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. And like yeah. people coming in, looking at our shoulders, like, oh, you're from Ballymun, coming in cars. For, my car going to get robbed here. 
Like no, I don't get that last year. It's only you have. Yeah, like I always tell people, park outside my gap. If you need to go to town, park outside my gap. It's the safest place to park it. Yeah, and they they refuse to believe it. Yeah. But I was like, no. Because the clampers hadn't come in. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That thing be whipped. Do you know what I mean? Fuck no, the clampers as well. Yeah, like, I feel safest when I'm in Ballymoon. Like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that, you know you're on yeah. as well. It'd be like someone chased you, you walk in there. Well, oh, you wouldn't give a rat either, to be honest with you. But like, because... You, you know how to carry yourself. You're aware, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know not to walk in there throwing shapes and all yeah. that. Yeah. People can read body language, boys. You know what I mean? People know who can carry themselves. And I don't mean carry themselves as in, oh, don't mess with him, he bath here. It's just like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's People are street smart, bro. Yeah, you're like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like yourself, Ross, you're showing people that there's a way of making money, like good money, yeah. through different things. And even if you don't make it in football, it'll teach you ethics and it'll teach you principles. And you can apply that somewhere else in your life. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, just trying, like for me, and Ballymun, like trying to change people's thoughts on Ballymun, like you can be a successful person by not selling drugs. You don't have to just sell drugs if you're from Ballymun and that to make money. You get me? Like you can get a job. Like it's yeah. hard to get a job if you're from Ballymun because you put afraid to put down where you're addressed. And like that is still, like, a thing, like, that still a thing. It's still a thing. Like do you get me? Like you're trying to change that. Like we're getting, we're getting like, there. We're getting there. We're, we are turning yeah. that wheel. We are getting there. I think it's just a a lack of. What's the someone to look up to? Yeah, People, role models, role, a lack of role yeah. models in the areas and things like that because there is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's not a lot of opportunity, and we talk about it all the time. Not just Ballymun and not yeah. just the inner city and yeah. most working class areas. There's not a lot around. It's mm. not a lot for the kids to do. So what do they do? They won't react the bollocks. Yeah. Then they get to a certain age and they're like, oh, well, these lads are making this amount of money, mm. and they become the role models. Yeah, that's and that's uh, that's how easy to happen. You know what I mean? That's what we love. What you're doing when you're saying that type of thing, like. Look, go out and play football, go out yeah. and kick a ball, go out yeah. and do something. And there is, happy. It's, it's a lack of belief, isn't it? It's, it's a lack of belief. Yeah, that, oh, I don't think I'm good enough to play football. And not everyone is good at sport, and that's no, understanding. But we had Will Arr on the podcast this week as well, and he's creatively, yeah. he's talented, you know what I mean? He's yeah. funny. So you can, there's other avenues, like we're fucking doing a podcast, Terrence, for fuck's sake. Like, you know, oh, no, it's really, mad, like, there's other, other, there's other avenues to get down. Oh, I'm not good at sport, so I have to do this. No, you don't. Find something that you're interested in and see if you can turn that into a way of making money but for even yourself. Even that, like how big this is, like I was saying to you, Mrs. Like, yeah, find them kids there for a minute. I was like, I'm like, not missing this one. She's like, yeah. wait, where are you going now? I was like, I have to do a podcast. Another one. It's like, yeah, she goes, where are you doing now? I was talking about. No, oh, but like, yeah, I'll put the kids to bed. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And all. Yeah, yeah, see you later. <laughs> you know I mean? like, well, it's, de- it's definitely that though because even that, could, like in my job and whatever, when I got asked to be a manager and whatever, and right, I'm like. This is a wind up, right? And then yeah. even when I went home now, I'm like, that has to be a wind up. And then when I when I go in, now your first few days, I'm wearing a short and toy now, going from the uniform to the short and toy. And I remember the you, fella. the big fella. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be, I, I remember you so shaking, shaking. Well, you've some neck. Yeah. Now you'd be at meetings and all them. Some nose like yeah. a jacket. <laughs> 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 but you would, but that's the thing you yeah. think. Look, I used to always say to myself. We shouldn't be here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just a, a thing, like you know what I mean. I, I don't know what it was. But it's a hard one to get around that, like. What am I doing here? Like, and then you don't realise that you have just as much right to be in them situations as anyone else that's in that situation. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why this probably is so big as it is. Like people from the inner city and likes of Ballymun, like walking class, walking class, know that 
they can relate to you too. Do you get me? Mm, definitely. That's... And the ones who can't relate are learning to relate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, there's people from, like, as we said earlier, like, there's people from fucking all over the world. There's 67. But there's people in other parts of. I can't, I'm, I'm raging we didn't prepare this better with the messages. I read the message and someone says, I'm not from Dublin, but I'm from part of, I can't remember what county it was, which would be similar to the areas you grew up in. And that's what I love about it mm. because this is just not a Dublin podcast. No. no. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a life yeah. podcast. If you went through the same experiences as us, this is what people are tuning in for. They're not tuning in to say, oh, I grew up on the south side and they're from the north side. That's a bit of a band. No, like, we are trying to apply this to everybody. Listens, but everybody can relate. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Something like you, you can't relate to everything, no, because some people will disagree and say, Oh, yeah. whatever, whatever. Well, I think there's as much opportunity for you as us. Well, there's not, you know what I mean? No, people will not. disagree, mm-hmm. people that will be things like that. But what we're doing is we're uniting through blading and mental health, chat yeah. or a fucking whatever, and whatever, and it just comes naturally, you know what I mean? Like it's just a normal conversation, but everybody's yeah. going through something, yeah. yeah. Do you get me? So I'm saying everybody can relate to something, yeah. The yeah. likes, the likes of that, like everyone has bad struggles, times. yeah, everyone has struggles. Like even now, we're, we still probably have bad days. Of course. Like, but I think right. what, what helps with that, Ross, is knowing that you're having a bad yeah. day. And it's just a bad day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's you so say, sad. look, my head is wrecked. I'm having a bad day. Mm. But tomorrow it could be better. Yeah. And acknowledging the fact That's that it's li- just a bad day. That's what we be living for. Today to- Today is bad, but tomorrow will be a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? The sun is going to rise. Tomorrow we'll go again. Yeah. We'll do ourselves off. You know, like that. That's what the looks of, you mentioned earlier. You went to council and all. That's what the looks of council yeah. and all teach and whatever is that. That's what I'm saying. It's only a that, bad day. Like meditation. Like Yeah. So this is what I want to talk about. Yeah. So what's it like walking with Philly? Because we had Philly on, right? <laughs> Philly he is a legend. P- he picks the mind, doesn't he? Uh, he's a legend. Philly rocked up late. Yeah, bounced Still down shock. Hand out the stick and bounced. But yeah. Philly is the go. Yeah, oh. he is a legend. Struggling with his hair, though. You won't let me say that. Struggling big time. Yeah, look at <laughs> you said it, not us. But, uh, now, Philly is a legend. But it's just funny that it's a mad one for him. Well, for us looking at him because like, he's this big, successful yeah. guy player. And there he is walking with bows. That's what I'm saying, yeah. How did that happen? How did, did, you tell you, did he tell you how that happened? No, I didn't ask him. Probably pushed that up. <laughs> yeah. He's a big fella. <laughs> big lad. Yeah. of a man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now, like, Philly came in, like, obviously people think that he's doing PT and shit like that. But also, like, it's not. Like, it, he's doing more to trying to pick your mind, your subconscious mind, and trying to change your thoughts going into games. Like, He's really, really smart. Isn't oh, he? yeah, he's, he knows, and do you know what the stuff. thing is as well? It's easier to listen to somebody who's gone through something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to someone, but if somebody comes from a similar mm. background, yeah, yeah. you sort of go, right, well, he's telling me yeah. from experience here, do you get me? So that's probably what he's doing with yourself and the lads. Yeah, and then like meditation, that like we had to do that Wim Hof, don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, oh, no, we, we did it before. Yeah, I was in a jocker trying to do it. Oh, <laughs> did we starve after it? <laughs> trying to hold your breath for 60 seconds after uh, doing them big deep breaths and all. Yeah, but oh, well, no, like, we, we had to do uh, three sessions, at least three sessions uh, a week with doing breathing and that, and then our meditation. Like, like going into big games, like, it helped us. Like, even if people didn't, people watched the final, like, for, if you look at the panels, look at the fourth panel, Dawson's taking his panel. He's going up and he's doing the breathing. And like, well, I hope you're not saying putting all that on Philly, are you? He's <laughs> fucking lost the him. No, I'm saying like in that situation, yeah, in the rap on Philly, yes. Yeah. No, I'm saying well, in that in that situation. Well, he did the he took technique and we lost. Yeah, he took a pen out like Philly, didn't he? Put it over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Philly had to get the rap. Oh, oh I'm about to get him a sack. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like in that situation, like for Dawson's panel, like. 
obviously Dawson's young lad, like, but like walking up to it, like he, I was looking at the big screen and I said it to Philly and Philly said, yeah, it's the first thing I noticed. It's like he's doing his breathing and like it does help because them sessions, like when you don't think it's going to help you, like obviously you can't practice for a penalty shootout mm. on the night. But like walking up, like I was even watching Dawson and I was just doing the breathing with him and you just block out everything out and you just bring it back to the sessions you're doing, the visualisation that Philly's talking to you when you're doing it. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, yeah. even at home. And do you do That's what I was going to ask you. Do you do that at home and all if you have? Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm getting everything, getting stressed out and that, like, I'll just take five minutes and just breathe. Yeah. See, so we try and promote that on the podcast, yeah. well, but I don't like sitting there saying, meditate because yeah. I don't do it. Nah, I've yeah. done meditation and it's unbelievable. Yeah. I just haven't got the patience to do it on my own. Yeah. Like, if someone sits down with me and says, right, we're going to meditate and there's a few of us there, I'll say, I'll do yeah, this. No, but if I'm on my own, the guy would sit down for a minute. I'll start kicking through that. That's being mindful. You don't have to yeah. meditate to be mindful. Yeah. Not, sorry, but being mindful is being aware. And that thing with the breathing is good mm. because. Do you ever get anxious and you can't breathe yeah. and things like that? And then you get overwhelmed with the occasion and your surroundings and your environment. Whereas what that is doing is you're in control then. Mm. And then the environment and everything else outside is secondary. Yeah. So you're like, right, I'm here. I'm in control of my breathing. You're aware of what's happening then. So you can concentrate more then mm. on what the second task is, which is obviously the panel. Yeah. But... If you're getting overwhelmed with the lights and the occasion and the crowd and the pressure and all, you're not going to be able to even kick that ball. Never no, mind what. That's where I brought You know what I mean? Why he, he brought in, like, I just don't want to go into too much because yeah. he'd be still up always next year. The little into it, I'll go to But no, like, like, it's always trust the process. What's, a, what's the next task? Like, if some if we concede, like, everyone comes into the middle. Don't everyone, panic. Like, don't yeah. panic. The, their team is over celebrating the corner, obviously. They're not concentrating. It's like, what's our next next task? Like, we cut the game into quarters. So, we can't win the fourth quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And then we win at half time, we have the momentum chart. And we're just like, uh, like we set targets for our games. Of, uh, our best, I think, was 17 and 11. 17 shots, 11 on target. And four shots and none on target against for the opposition. Right. So, like, we are trying to beat that and try to progress. And that game... That game, I think we won 5-0 or something. Mm. That was against Strata, we won 5-0. It's like, some people might buy into it, but like, it, once you're into it, and look. Isn't yeah. it? Well, that's well, like, it, it's, it's structure in the day. Do you ever see that? Like, to voice yourself up a list. So like, yeah. you can say, oh, I have to do this. Yeah, but if you break it down. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, oh, I have to clean the fucking gaff. Right, we'll break it down. Right, we're going to start in this bedroom and then we're going to make the bed first. Hmm. Before you know it, you're just checking little small things off. It's like doing Before an ice bath. The, like, yeah, the bedroom was shit and get in. You, you Don't get talk out. about them ice baths. My God, that's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. But once you do when you grow, you feel like you've done yeah, something yeah. successful. You feel brand yeah. new. You but feel. that's why I was saying it's it's not like a belief. Like That's no. actually... A it's a process. Yeah. It's a process. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like if you have to buy into anything. No. It's a fucking thing. Just find like. something that works for you. Like, yeah. Council might work for somebody else. It might work for me. It might work for somebody else. Yeah. Mindfulness or meditation might work for me. It's like find that hour or that few minutes yeah. just for the mind. Like yeah. football was my escape. Mm. And then obviously last year I didn't have that escape. It was like, I've no, I've nothing to do yeah. with it. Yeah. And See, the thing about mindfulness, right? I got remember someone tried to say, I don't believe in mindfulness. Yeah. Where like, I don't That's think they mean. knew what mindfulness was to say that I don't believe in it. Mindfulness yeah. is just being aware of yourself. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, be aware that you're having a bad day and that don't let yourself continue on that little yeah. slope into that rut. 
Because it comes that, a bad day and then it comes a bad because week, just, and then it that's it. Exactly. But even during the day, if you know you're having a bad day, you can sort of separate yourself. So if you have a missus or anything, then you know you're having a bad day. Anything she does, you're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, sake, yeah. you're agitated." Be aware. Get yeah. yourself out of there. That's being mindful. That's you mindfulness, know? and it's not just meditating. It's not going for sea swims. It can be something as simple as going for a coffee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Enjoying that bit of peace. Enjoying the taste of a coffee. Do you ever get smell a cup of coffee while it's brown? It's yeah. one of the best things I've ever experienced. I think. Yeah. Just gives you a nice little not mad in the coffee, but like love the smell of coffee. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? And be aware of that. Something that just relaxes you or something. Yeah, like, could be kind of game exactly. Of see what you said there. You said relax. Yeah, yeah. You said that relaxes yeah. you. You know what I mean? And that helps you because mm. that brings your anxiety and stress levels down. Yeah. And that's what mindfulness is. So if something like that, do more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to Philly McMahon. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's a legend, and we're only talking about him on the way over. He is a legend. Ah, yeah. ah Philly is the goal. Yeah, ah. the goal. take on the whole Mayo team on his own Jeez. as well. Oh, slaughter! <laughs> you have to look at that Dublin team and say, "Pick heels from Bally Monday." Philly McMahon. <laughs> we give him sticky goes there. Yeah, we always give him sticky about Aiden O'Shea and that. Yeah, I ain't no shape punching around. Philly's got to be ringing up. What yeah. you mean? What? Yeah. <laughs> now Philly is a legend, and but. It's mad, isn't it, the way that is. Like, that's two different worlds colliding yeah. there. And yeah. it's not as if he's like, doing, like, drills. Like, he's not teaching mm. you guard drills. No, that's he's what he says. Football, like, like, I'm not going to tell you how to play your game. Yeah. He was like, obviously, he's a better footballer than me. He says, but, and, uh, he's like, I'm trying to help you. I know this is what helps me. He goes, I've won seven All-Irons from it. He's like, uh, he's like, but if I can help you, then. Yeah, that's he's helping you more upstairs yeah. than that. Even on, I mean? on the field and off the field. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the occasion. It's yeah. uh, like that thing what you were saying when he was like, it's just sport. Mm. Like sports psychology is such yeah. a big thing. Yeah. They try and teach a player that like you lost this final, but the best thing to do is try and not let this be our last final. Mm. Get that another one. You know, yeah. like that. It's a big one in golf. What you were saying is like, uh, Padraig Harrington was talking about it. It's like, yeah, you missed this shot and you fucked her up. Make the next one better. Yeah. Don't get hung up on that one. Be like, no. bollocks, I fucked it. Right, make the next shot a better shot. Mm. You know, like that. So, and that's what the best players do. Yeah, and you can apply that to your life. If you're not, mm. like, people might look at them like, well, I'm not an athlete. I'm not a professional athlete. I don't play sport. Right, well, today was a bad day. Let's make tomorrow better. Yeah. And before you know it, you're out of this rut and you realize, right, I know I'm aware now. I'm more mindful of my actions. I'm more mindful of my body and my mind. I know what's happening. And I know how to get myself out of these ruts instead of getting down in the dumps mm-hmm. about it. You know? Yeah. And that's one way of doing it. Counseling is another way. Um, exercise is a great way as well. Yeah, and even breathing exercises, mm. like something so simple. Anyone can do it. You don't yeah. need the equipment. You don't need oh. to go anywhere. Yeah, And you can do it. Sitting in your car before you go to work, you can do them exercises. That's what most people say. It's not an excuse, but like people say, oh, don't have the money to do that. Don't have the mm-hmm. things to do that. Just sit there and you don't need anything for it. Don't listen need a your, single thing. Listen to yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man, this, I didn't expect this conversation. Before this podcast, I didn't think this is going where this is going to go, but yeah. I love it, yeah. Oh, he still can't grow, but he's 20. Yeah, he looks about 40. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ross, come here. Do you think Bowser in good hands going into the next few seasons? Yeah, of course. Why don't we say no? With the yeah. looks yourself leaving and that. You go for you. Yeah, George, you going? George. Like, you look like Keith's Keith always does well. Like even like last year, we were thinking people thinking, "Oh, Jesus, what losing?" Like we lost Andre Roy, uh, Chris Twardick, Danny Grant, like and Danny Mandrew probably scored all our goals. And people were like, "Oh, where are we gonna go?" And then like we went through two rounds in Europe. We done well, got to a cup final. Fortunately, we didn't get Europe or mm. win anything. But like the journey we had this year was what unbelievable. Was, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like. 
people are probably thinking now we've only 11 players signed back and most of my young lads but like Keith always somehow pulls out of the bag but yeah they're in good hands they're in good hands yeah <laughs> tell us about how this move to Motherwell came about we're playing with Georgia Kelly no <laughs> <laughs> I thought, just by believing in myself basically yeah but like I mean when did you find out like when do you get the call or what you, you Jordan, have an agent yeah yeah I have an agent yeah your agent gave you a bell so he he gave me, he gave me a, a call and it's just like obviously there's clubs looking at. It, he says I'm not gonna uh, tell you that and he says just concentrate your football. He says it's what's getting you there, what's getting you these calls. So like, yeah, no problem. And like I had a few options, a few uh, options to go England and other places in Scotland, which is probably more money. For us to play 23s and bench on the force team, hopefully make it into the force team. I was like, I'm not I'm not leaving balls playing European football and playing force team football. To go play 23 because I'm getting more money. Like at this stage of my career, I'm 20, like you said. So like it was 26, 27. I was like, jump out that money. Like I need it for my kids and that. I was like, well, now I'm worried about my career. I was like, I want to. Trust in the process. Yeah. Like Fee says, trust the process. Like what's yeah. best for my career? I was like, if I go, if I go play 23 for more money, I was like, what? I'm not, I'm taking a step back. Like, so then Motherwell came in. It's like, you're going to play force teams. Like, uh, I want you part of the force team squad. I said, you'd be playing a lot. He says, uh, <coughs> so it's like, yeah, all right. So then in the summer, they wanted me to go in the summer and then obviously the deal didn't go through and went through then and hopefully uh, do well now in January, yeah. So it came about, well, I didn't really want to worry about it because we were during the season. So I was like, I was just let me agent in the club do everything with it. Obviously it didn't, it didn't go through during, during the summer. But uh, yeah, it went through now, so. I can talk about it now, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was one of these things. Ah, oh, it's a bit taboo. Tried to hide it, but everyone knows about worst, it. Worst kept secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so what? You're going over uh, in January? Yeah, officially. I'm going. I'm officially able to play in January. Is your family going with you? Yeah, they're going to come, and uh, I'll go over and settle myself, and they'll come in February, March, waiting on the passports. Like we ordered uh, Leon's passport three months ago. Still hasn't come. So anyone out there in passport, the passport. send the passport out. <laughs> yeah, I need because I need me because uh, for new beige passport later we need uh, my bird cert, Nicole's bird cert, and obviously the beige bird cert. But my bird cert still with and our bird cert still with Leon's. Yeah, so so, so, so I can't do it for them to come back to play for this. You need for to stop bleeding, yeah. knocking hips, and yeah. wait for yeah. hip knock. <laughs> so your kids are gonna have Scottish accents. Is what what's gonna happen there? I mean, dad has a Nordy accent. So. Yeah, so yeah. they'll be able to communicate. There's nice mix and match. There's the North, there's Ballymont, yeah. that's its own action. Yeah. And then there's going to be the Scots. <laughs> yeah, so it's better than them sounding like they're from Ballymont, though, isn't it? Oh, Jesus, thank fuck. There's a man over there. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I'm like yeah. a P190. <laughs> 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 uh, so, what, you have a little boy and a little girl? I have a little boy and a little girl. Oh, yeah. good luck, mate. You're bleeding. Finish that. You're finished now. That's it. You're 28. I don't understand. Wrap her up. But, uh, Get the snip. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, you said your son was born with issues if you don't mind me asking that yeah he was so he was born on the 1st of May 2019 so he was born because at the start of the pregnancy we had trouble with she was bleeding so basically there was a tear outside of the sack and the body was trying to flush everything out so the tear healed up but the baby could have went with her so Leon yeah. could have went with her but thankfully he outgrew it. So the, he he done well then. And then he was born and 
everything was perfect, we were told. And uh, then the next day, well, he wasn't allowed to stay over, so he was born on Wednesday. So I went home Wednesday night, she stayed in. And then uh, Wednesday morning, <clears throat> I mean, Thursday morning, I was coming in on the bus and she texted me and goes, Ross, he still hasn't had a pill because you have to have a pill in 24 hours or something. Yeah. And, and the fourth pill was supposed to be bad. It's like tar. Yeah. Oh, so shocking. when my young one was born, they were giving her all that. Oh, I ate the force and the force. And so she was born early in the morning as well. And I was there a few hours and I went home, had a, a shower, had a kip and I came back and I'm like, oh, you missed the force one. I was like, oh, no way, did I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to that one. <laughs> But no, yeah. So I was like, ah, because they, because when we said it, he was born, he was born at eight or four. So he still hadn't had a pill the whole way up. And I was like, he's not he's not drinking his bottles around. And they were like, oh, it's just because he's very mucusy. I was like, all right, he goes, still hasn't had a pill. He's like, yeah, he goes, that'll happen. So then I came in on the Thursday and she's like, Ross, he still hasn't gone. I was like, stop worrying. I was like, they told you he's all right. And she's like, yeah, she goes, I don't think he has a bum. I broke my ballast lap. I was like, what? And she goes, I don't think he has a bum. I was like, what you mean? And she goes, look, and she showed me. I was like, Jesus, no, he doesn't. She's just like, will you just say it to him? I was like, uh, I was like, I was like, why don't you say it to him? She's like, I'm afraid in case there is one there and yeah. they think I'm a, I'm a shit man. Like, yeah. Obviously not. So, why, so the midwife came in and said, do you want to go home? I was like, he still hasn't gone for a pill. He's like, yeah, if he doesn't have another one in the next couple of hours, he said, you can come back in and that. I was like, all right. So uh, she's like, just ask her. So I goes, right. I goes, sorry. And she goes, yeah, yeah. I goes, do you mind checking him? He goes, uh, she she thinks he doesn't have a bum. Mm. She started laughing then. So she looked, opened the nappy, she's breaking the bugs laughing, and she just looked, and she just goes, that. But I didn't want to say anything, Mrs. So she just closed it. And go, she goes, I oh, must must be all right. She goes, yeah, everything's fine here. But I knew something was wrong. Yeah. But it wasn't saying it to her. She's like, uh, yeah, I'll just go get the forms for you so you can uh, get discharged. So she's like, oh, I'm better now. Come back down about 10 minutes later, about three doctors. Walk in. And she's like, is everything okay? She's like, uh, no way. <clears throat> Leon has to get rushed to temperature. She goes, he actually hasn't got a bum. And she broke down. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, he hasn't got a bum. She's like, how did you know? How did you not notice that? Because I was standing there while she was doing it. They check. He has countless toes, yeah, countless yeah, fingers, fingers that, yeah. swinging them around. Yeah. And uh, I was like, how could you just not notice that? And like, no way. Uh, she's like, uh, she's like, I don't know. She goes, but he has to get rushed to temperature. So we were just in that. He was full of machines then. He was full of uh, loads of tubes and that. So we had to go to Tempestry. So we got there and he was like, what's wrong? He was like, uh, it's a thing called an imperforate anus. So basically, the anus is supposed to go like that and straight down to where the opening is. So where you mm. number two. But his one went like that and took a little detour, torn, detour into his bladder. So he was actually pulling out of his willy. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, going through that. And then, so he had to get a colostomy bag. His four surgery, he got a colostomy bag. And then he, uh, he had that. He was in hospital for a week. So he had that for, I think, at least 12 months. Yeah, he had, a, had it over 12 months, yeah. So then he had to get three or four surgeries. The first one was the bag. Second one was they, uh, they went in and made, they done keyhole surgery and made his bum. So they made a bum for him and open. Mm. And we had to put a 14 inch pole up his bum twice a day just so that the open would stay open. So then that was that. That was painful. And then uh, his last surgery was they reversed the bag down there. So now he's pulling normally, but he has a big scar there. But 
like just looking at him, like he went through everything with a smile on his face and I'm just looking at like I was like, How could you miss that? And she's like, We honestly don't know. We apologize, sincerely apologize. She's like, uh, and they told us, which I think they shouldn't have told us, just if he misses us there, she's got they told us when he was going to town she's like, if you had got sent home, he would have died in his sleep. She said that would have that would have popped inside him. And that was it. That was it. And you were only a kid at that. Like, well, you're only a kid she now. She was seventeen. I was eighteen. Yeah. You were oh, only a nip on me. Like, I only looked at a picture. I have a picture of me and Harper on the side of a bed, and it, she's literally only a few hours old. Hmm. And she asked me, like, what What was that picture? And I was like, look, look how small you are. I was saying, she's literally about that size. And I was looking. I was like, I'm only a kid. I'm twenty, yeah. and I'm like, I'm a baby holding a baby, hmm. and like you're eighteen and that. And that, like, you go through that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just when you're talking about the scans and stuff like that, yeah. like, you, I don't, I always tell people, like, if you can, like, enjoy it, but I couldn't enjoy it because you're constantly worrying. Yeah. You're just yeah. constantly worrying. And people, generally, people say, Oh, what do you want the boy or the girl? Just pray for a happy, oh, a healthy baby. That's the best thing. Well, I went through everything with a smile on his face. I'm like, How are you? Doesn't matter what end of your child is, just once you get a healthy child, that's it's worth it's it's prices. You can't say what it's worth, you know what I mean. Because you can't see worried, can't see worried. Oh, 100% worried. And when you see, see when you see a doctor and then they call another doctor. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just, oh, and then well, the, one, for you to go yeah. through that, mate, fucking hell. Yeah, so it was tough 18 to 24 months, but like, wouldn't change for a while. Like once, like they are paying the bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the fun. Talk about it. <laughs> well, now, uh, but once they smile, like it's just a smile on the face and you just, just get butterflies every time yeah. they smile. No, they're good crack. Like. Once he call you that, like, yeah. 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 Once he start calling you and you don't shut up, then that's the worst part. <laughs> Get into bed. But no, yeah, I have, I'll probably have a picture here when he was in the hospital. You've been through a fucking lot. Yeah, for oh, 20 years of age, me. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to block You're just waiting on a picture. I'll block his little yoke, but that's his bag. Oh, man. Give us a look. Like, the worst thing was, like, no one could hold him. Yeah. Because if they it's hold so delicate, him, yeah. that just, that Hell just popped. What? He's a big boy. <laughs> How right. old he? Oh, what weight was he? Eight, nine. Heavier than you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, yeah. he's a little frigid. Eight, eight, nine and a half. He's a little bulldozer. But, like, you're paying the bollocks because, like, he doesn't, it's like he doesn't feel pain. Like, he, see if he's on his own. So you can't slap him is what you're saying? But you give him a slap, he doesn't, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, him a little slap me last at me. <laughs> Roy got the blame and miss, that's you wrestling him all the time. I'm just like, I'm trying to play him. You have to play like, him young. You have to him, him around together. <laughs> yeah. But him and me little nephew can't go together. Because like, like, if they're on the round, see if they're, like he's a homie man, it's probably tearing the gap apart. Yeah. But like, uh, but if Leon's on his own, if you sit there and just watch his tablet, watch Paw Patrol and that, yeah. or Ralph's on his own, he'd do the same thing. But once the they come together, and I told them already, it's like they're gonna be locked up together. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> once they go together, all hell breaks loose in the gap. Yeah. Fighting each other, like messing, but like you can't pull them apart. Like the other day, there, Ralph, Ralph was messing with him. Like obviously, Ralph is five or something, so he's a lot bigger than him. Leon batters him, yeah. <laughs> and Ralph just goes, like, yeah, boom, and just flung him, and he smashed his head out the door. Leon just jumped under like this. I was like, no, he split him. Leon jumps back up, starts laughing, and starts scoring him again. I'm like, what is wrong with you, young? Yeah. Like, something seriously wrong with you. Well, yeah, like, ah, it's great, like. Yeah. Like, amazing, healthy and happy now. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. it. It's amazing. You're yeah. buster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be talking in a Scottish accent. Yeah. So, come here, Ross. Uh, I've seen a thing about you. You had a bit of a barney with the under-21s. What's this, Will? I'd seen that you're getting overlooked for the under-21s. Is there a bit of politics involved in this? 
No. No. Well. Do you not feel hard done by when I can't pick for them? No. No, because no, it was last it was last summer because it was uh, Marbella last had just gone. So like I started playing with Bowes and I was like obviously hoping I got picked, but then I didn't get picked, Dawson got picked as well. And I was just thinking like all right, I was like, I had my heart set because the qualifiers, they were friendlies, but the qualifiers was in uh, in September there. So I was just like, I told Philly when we sat down, Philly sat down, it was, was all individually. He's like setting out goals and that. And I was like, I want to play in in the qualifiers for the 21s. So then I didn't make, didn't make, got the call, didn't make the cut. I was like, yeah, okay. It's obviously disheartened, but we had a game against Waterford on the Saturday. So I played, uh, I played against Waterford on Saturday. Me, Dawson and Andy actually scored in that game. But Dawson was struggling with an injury going into the game. So he was saying the whole week, he was like, pack your bag. He says, I'm not going, you're going. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, no. I was like, you have to go. And then our physio pulled him out after the game. So he's dropping the lads home. He mates they were at, they were at the Grand Canal. And uh, <coughs> we were playing demo. So I picked him up after that and dropped him the off license there again. So I was sitting outside the off license, get a phone call, look at it. Like, now what's coming here? So answers like, uh, Ross. I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Dawson's after getting pulled out. He's like, uh, you've just been called into the, the 21 squad in, yeah. in Marbella. He's like, you have to get a PCR test, he says, and fly over Monday. I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, what am I going to tell you, missus? Because we were supposed to go, because the way the League of Ireland season worked out this year, like, you get a week break in May, but that's when the international break was on. Yeah. So I had a plan to go down to Cartown with the missus and, and Leon. It's like, yeah, no, thank you, thank you. I was obviously buzzing inside. Remy Miss was like, you won't believe what's at the happening. She's like, what? She's like, don't, don't tell me, Ross, don't tell me. He's like, yeah, I was like, uh, I have to go to Marbella. Ah, for fuck's sake, I'm fucking sick of this. She's like, do they not realise you have kids? Yeah. Does she not realise she's wearing pro footballer? <laughs> no. But uh, I just goes, yeah. So I hang up the phone to her. I was like, have you home soon? Hang up the phone. I'm still me bowels, can hang up the phone. Here's me three mates bouncing out with crates. Yeah. Jumping in. It's like, uh, it's like, where are we going tonight, Ross? So I have to go get a PCR test and go to Marbella. <laughs> are you joking, bro? Lovely. It's like, yeah, sound. So I got over there. Obviously, it was shitting going on, obviously, because it was only Andy and two of the lads that I probably knew at 21s. I was like, but I was going in late. Yeah. So I felt like I wasn't part of the group. I wasn't supposed to be there, Jimmy. So I got in then. The lads were very welcome. Had a talk with Jim, the manager. <clears throat> and then I obviously going over wasn't expecting to play. I was just happy to be there. So then the, I missed the force game because it was on the Saturday same time as Warford. Got over there, played the. Uh, they were playing. We were playing Australia then. So I was sitting there stuffing my face with jelly, sitting on the bench, thinking I'm not going to get on here at all. Five minutes to go, Jim turned around and goes, "Rossi, I'm sitting there stuffing myself with jelly." He goes, "Come on, like, me." I was like, "Me." He's like, "Yeah, come on, quick." So I jumped down, had to put my shin guards on. I could feel the jelly just there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get sick here. <laughs> so he goes, just go on, just give us a bit of energy. He goes, it was one hour at the time. He goes, just give us a bit of energy. So like, yeah, no problem. Went on. So he was just running around like a headless chicken as usual. And then uh, we broke. 90th minute, we broke. Tariq was running with the ball. And I mean, I was blown. Obviously, you're not used to the heat either. <laughs> but uh, but uh, like... Uh, so I was sweating then the heat and I'm like, oh, it was like Gandhi's flip-flop here. Mm. So I seen Tariq running up, so I was like, oh, I just need to run through the middle. So I was running up, hoping he wouldn't pass to me. And then I looked and I was like, and the two centre-halves just started open like that. 
was like, yes, I'm in here. I was like, yeah. Tariq, square it, pass it. So we crossed it. And I was just like, it's coming to us. Like, just put your head in there. Put my head in there. Went in. I was just like, oh, lovely. Is that the winner? Two, one? That was the winner. Yeah. Two, one, 90 lovely. minute, yeah. Oh, and then everything lovely. blew up after that. I was like, oh, Jesus, lovely. And then I ended up getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely grand. <laughs> what so a way to end that one. So that, that's what that was. So I played against Australia. Then got COVID, which wasn't COVID. I got a false positive. So I missed the sec. I missed the tour game. So I was sitting in my room, stuffing myself with a burger, watching the lads on telly. You'd want to stop stuffing yourself with jellies and burgers and all, you. You'd want to start to me and look at him. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. He's about fat. seven stones soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> body fat's through the roof. I don't know, I just love to run. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I was sitting, sitting in my room, watching the match. I mean, obviously, the doctor said he's going to name me on the air. So we couldn't even tell balls around. We couldn't tell anyone that I had COVID. That I was gonna miss the game, so then uh, I was watching the game. Name was on the bench. People text me before the game. Uh, all the best. Was like, yeah, thanks, <laughs> you were sitting thanks. in the hotel. I was sitting in the hotel during the game. The commentator during the game getting text messages, and I'm looking at my phone. I was like, can't text you back first of all. Second of yeah. all, I wouldn't text you back anyways. It's during the game. Text me. Why aren't you coming on here? Why aren't you playing? It's like you scored the winner now. And then the worst things make to make things worse. The commentator goes. Uh, because I'm surprised I'm not seeing young Ross Tierney coming on. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm sitting in my room here, mate. You're looking across the bench. Surely you can see I'm not, I'm not sitting there. there. Yeah. Mm. I was like, uh, I was like, unfortunately, didn't come on then that game. Then the lads came, was going out that night because it's last night. They're flying home tomorrow, flying home the next day. So the lads had uh, downstairs booked off. So they were sitting there having a few drinks and that, and having food. And I was sitting there in Milan throwing a tennis ball out the wall. And what, you had to get another test then? I'd got another test. Then on the Saturday morning before the game, got another test, got the results back on Sunday. And it was negative? Negative. <clears throat> you can fly home Monday. You taking the piss out of me. So basically... You the, could have played. So that was the story of my Marbella trip. Got called in late. Played five minutes, scored the winner. Missed court down. Missed yeah. court down. Had to miss to come back there. He was like, you went over there, played five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he scored the winner, but... Scored the winner, that's what he had. Yeah. But then like, yeah, Jim... Then I got called back into the 21s for the uh, the qualifiers. And then after the Sweden game, Jim gave me, done a presentation. It was a, a play from the Australia game. Yeah, he, uh, he gave it to me. He says, well done, your performance and that. But like, yeah, I played five or six games. I've played, I've played in every game except the Luxembourg game for the qualifiers. So, Brilliant. yeah. Yeah, you never know. Things go really That's what I'm saying. Football's tipsy torn. Like, yeah. at the start of the season, I'm looking out going alone. Probably careered over. And now look at me. Going yeah. Right so, so you never know. You might get a senior call up on the horizon. Hopefully, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the plan, but uh, it's a long way away, I'd say. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, hopefully mate. We'll see what happens. Oi. That's that wrapped up anyways, yeah. isn't it? That was a joke. It's been emotional, Ross. It's been emotional. It's mate. been emotional. Yeah. Now. No, thanks for coming in and talking to us, mate. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure, it, bro, It's yeah. funny, though, because I look at you and you look so young and you're like, so immature, but when you talk then you're so mature, yeah. it's... You know what I mean? You've lived... You have a head in your shoulder. Yeah, you've lived yeah. a life already, Pat. You're only 20. And it's funny that you're saying that's my career over. You're bleeding 20 years of age. Oh. But that's what, like, even that's like that, like, lads coming home, 21 now, getting released from clubs in England, coming home thinking their career's over at starting rock bottom. So you've started you? No. No. That's what I'm saying, like, but thankfully I'm going over now and hopefully it goes hopefully well. Hopefully yeah. something special. Well, look, I have to come back on in a few years, lads. Yeah. Part till next blade in six months. Still <laughs> well over there. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> right, we'll wrap her up. Thanks for listening. Take us out, Johnny. Boom.
Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. The Hypnocker.